0: Hello and welcome to this week's Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. It's National Apprenticeship Week this week and what better way to market than we to catch up with two of UCEM's Built Environment Apprenticeship Award winners, James Clark Doyle and Becky Bickerton, who won in the categories of Apprentice of the Year and UCEM Staff Member of the Year respectively. James is currently on apprenticeship at Paul Area State Agents and Chartered Surveyors, while Becky is Head of Apprenticeship Outcomes at UCEM. James, Becky, many thanks indeed for joining me today. And first, huge congratulations on your accolades this week. Were you surprised by them?
1: Yes, very much so. It was a a very warm surprise, a very welcome surprise, but a surprise nonetheless. A little bit of shock thrown in there, I suppose, as well but what a what a delight and I suppose really want to express my thanks to u c m in particular for, for helping me get here because of course, without u c m that it wouldn't be possible um so big thanks to Rebecca and her team especially
2: ah oh, thank you James and yeah, from my perspective it's wonderful to actually um you know to receive the award and the acknowledgement, but I do so as part of a wider team, so much as i you know i I appreciate being nominated, I was absolutely. I'm blown away I think by you know by receiving the award but it really you know it is down to the fact that my team are integral part um, of the apprenticeship provision and um, hopefully you know James will be very successful as a result of working with us so it's it's great great day I think great day
0: good stuff James, you've been on an apprenticeship now for a few years, and you took up a route into the real estate industry via an apprenticeship scheme after completing your GCSEs. Tell me a little bit about how you found the opportunity, and really, what appealed to you about it?
1: Yes, well, I think my route into the real estate profession was uh, a slightly unusual one, although I think from speaking with colleagues, both within UCM and outside of it, no one has a straightforward route into surveying. Everyone has quite a a strange story to tell. And I suppose mine is no different in that respect. But yes, I I left school and wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do A-levels at college, if I wanted to go straight into work. And I was presented with an opportunity to, to work at Uh, Paul Airy Chartered Surveyors. It's a small independent firm in in Sunderland. It's it's a firm I knew a little bit about having lived here all my life. You'd see for sale boards around the city. And so there's a bit of recognition there, I suppose. And I went along for an interview. I thought, well, there's nothing to lose here. And sort of fell in love with the idea of being able to do something that every day would would be different. Uh, You know, it's, it's certainly a profession where no two days are the same. And, um, and from there, I thought, well, OK, how do I establish myself here? What opportunities are there for me to grow and to, to become professionally accredited? And through research that I did alongside my employer, I, I found UCM, that they seemed like the preeminent uh, built environment university. And and from there, it was, I suppose, just a straightforward case of of getting in touch with them and signing up. And and that whole process took a, a couple of years for me to, I suppose, become established one in, in the firm and, and then to figure out exactly what I wanted to do, which degree programme was most appropriate for me. But it was, uh, I think, uh, a very rewarding experience also uh, because I sort of came to UCM and everything became much clearer for me, if you like. I I saw a, a direct route from that point on to how I could become chartered and professionally accredited. So that's, I suppose, how I ended up where I am now.
0: And tell me a little bit about what you knew about real estate and the built environment prior to joining the firm and taking up the apprenticeship. Was it an area of professionalism that you were aware of or that had sparked any interest previously?
1: I don't think so. I mean, pr- prior to becoming to to Paul, I had a very passive interest in the built environment. I've always been interested in history and architecture in particular. There's an aspect of, I suppose, public policy that feeds into the built environment profession in terms of how we address things like the housing crisis. And that was always something that I like to talk about and, and read about. But I think it was, as I say, the, uh, the 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 fact the profession is so varied and that really you make of it what what you want that that appealed to me and that became increasingly clear as i went through those stages that i just described i think also just the the fact that the the profession draws together so many other different disciplines, architecture, history being one of those, public policy being another, but also um things like economics and law and um and all those things I suppose I have an interest in. So it, it seemed like a, a a perfect fit if you'd like.
0: Okay, so you, you've described the sort of variety of work in the role and, and that being one of the main drivers for wanting to take up the apprenticeship. Tell me a little bit about the type of work that you've undertaken um, and, and really how you've found it. Has it met your expectations?
1: Yes, I think it has. I mean, we're lucky being an independent practice that we take on work that we enjoy and we're not really forced to do things that that we don't. So we look at everything from expert witness work which is very interesting valuation work for the courts. We look at uh, things like help to buy redemption uh, for new build properties and that's also a valuation exercise. We also do um, some building surveying so looking at building pathology is another area of interest and I suppose that's uh, an area of of the practice where I can explore a bit more my my interest in architecture. Um, And we, we do a little bit of development appraisal and planning consultancy as well and that is yet another area why i find myself interested looking at how to facilitate city center regeneration for example is is something that we've been looking at in great detail over the past 18 to 24 months so it uh, it has delivered if you like.
0: Okay, and you mentioned UCM and, and you then going on to find the right course for you. Tell me a little bit about your studies and the course that you're doing currently. You're doing, I believe, the BSc in real estate management alongside your day job. Tell me how you found the course and how you found studying alongside the practicalities of day-to-day working.
1: It's no surprise to anyone who has ever embarked on a distance learning degree that it is a challenge, you know, trying to juggle full-time work, studying for a degree, other personal commitments is, is not easy. But what I would say is that UCM makes it as easy as it possibly can be. And even though I've only been with UCM since 2018, I'm three, three and a half years into my programme, there have been some quite Uh, significant and fundamental changes made to the way that the program is delivered that makes it even easier for people like me and and also non-apprentices who who don't have the luxury of of dedicated study time each week to be able to to achieve success and yes I I suppose a challenge a very rewarding challenge but something I've thoroughly enjoyed and I I would I would definitely do it again and I would recommend um, to anyone who is interested in becoming a built environment professional, they seriously consider UCM because I think to have a the opportunity of a vocational education is so important in, in this profession. You need to be able to experience what it's like to, to be working in the industry to, to really get a leg up and to, to advance your career. And, uh, and that's what a, a UCM apprenticeship delivers.
0: I presume one of the other benefits has has been the ability to perhaps apply what you're doing in the day job to your studies and, and vice versa. I mean, do you find that there's, there's a great synergy between the two?
1: That's precisely the, the word. Yes, it, the, there is a great synergy. And um, I think the way that the course is structured means that um, there's often some synergy also between perhaps the two modules that you're studying at the same time. So you can really pull together all of the learning. Uh, and and apply it in your day job and and I find myself doing that all of the time. But also it's um, it's a reciprocal relationship. So for all that I can apply my academic learning to the workplace, I can a- apply my workplace experience to my academic side of things as well. And um, and and one great feature of the way that UCM courses are delivered is that there is this great interaction between students uh, within the same cohort, and they can talk with one another through forums that are facilitated by UCM and share their own personal experiences. They can talk with their tutors about it in in webinars and and share it with fellow students at the same time as well. And so you find that there is this sort of pooling together, as I say, of of people with lots of different professional backgrounds, a varied range of experience, and that only helps further to, to, I suppose, enrich the, the learning experience.
0: You enrolled onto your APC last year with a view to sitting it next year. How are you finding the APC and and what sort of pathway are you looking to concentrate on?
1: So uh, I'm on the commercial property pathway and um, you're right that um, hopefully I'll be sitting the APC. Uh, in about a year's time uh and uh, again uh, it's it's not uh an easy thing to do it's a, it's a challenge um and I think it should be uh you know the RICS stands for the highest professional standards in the industry and so it should be rigorous and robust and 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 I'm finding that it indeed it is but again you know I can only commend what UCM has done to help me so far and, and I'm sure will continue to help me in in balancing completing a degree, working full-time and, and doing the APC, and, and I have every confidence in them that they'll be there if, if I need additional support. And I know from fellow students who who have been um, struggling with it, who have come up against um, difficulties, shall we say, in, in trying to juggle everything at once, that UCM has been there to help them and to support them, and that's really reassuring.
0: And just reflecting on your apprenticeship to date, what have been the benefits you perceive in, in terms of qualifying in this way?
1: I suppose there is first uh, a, a marginal time advantage, shall we say, that, 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 that the course that I'm on uh, allows you to become qualified quickly in, in say four and a half years if if, if you go from enrolment to becoming chartered. Whereas if one takes a conventional route of a three year degree, let's say then has to find a job in industry, then has to enrol in APC, and that takes a further two years. So there is this marginal time advantage. But I think the more notable advantage of becoming a a chartered surveyor in this way is that you can apply academic learning to practice, practice to to academic learning, and really just enriches, as, as I've said before, it enriches your whole experience. It makes you, I think, someone who's capable of, of taking more informed decisions at an earlier stage in, in your career. Um, it allows you to grow your professional network whilst studying, which is, I, I suppose, traditionally a challenge for people who uh, attend a, a traditional three year degree programme. So, um, yeah, the time advantage, the experiential advantage and just the fact that it is a, a richer experience all round.
0: Becky, perhaps I can bring you in here. James is obviously managing the apprenticeship brilliantly and and managing to sort of balance out, you know, the work and the study alongside one another. That obviously comes with, with challenges and perhaps isn't suited to everyone. What are your observations in terms of who's best suited to the apprenticeship route?
2: I think James has mentioned uh, quite a few um, things there, but um, most certainly an interest in property and the built environment by far, I think, is the most important factor. It's an, you know, it's an excellent industry to, to, you know, to be part of. I think when considering an apprenticeship, it's really important that you're in the right supportive working environment um, and that, you know, that your love of real estate really shines through. And, you know, clearly for James, it's, great opportunity so yeah good good grades once joining the program is also really important to support you being fully successful I believe.
0: And you and your team help to support UCM apprentices through their apprenticeship schemes tell me a little bit about the support that you're able to offer to people and, and why that's important.
2: Of course, so um, quite a large team now at UCM, so we're the Apprenticeship Outcomes team and we have currently on the programme 22 Apprenticeship Outcomes Officers who James would work with on a regular basis to you know, monitor his progress, not only against the degree completion, where he's gaining the knowledge elements um, of the apprenticeship, but also around the skills side um, and the behaviours, where you're working towards progression, towards that endpoint assessment, but ensuring that James is getting the right you know, advice, the right opportunities in the workplace to supplement what he's studying on the degree. So, my Team will monitor the progress, sort of from start to finish, but also um, they're there as a, as a well-being support. You know, the duration of the program can mean that you know things change, um, so it's around awareness and adapting and supporting and signposting really um, to the wealth of support that is available. Um, even though online, there is a wealth of support available to support apprentices on their journey with us. So um, it's 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 a great provision.
0: The other part of your role is supporting employers. Um, Tell me a little bit about what employers need to think about when they're thinking of perhaps taking on an apprentice in the firm.
2: Certainly. I've been thinking about that, really, to be honest with you. And I'd say the biggest and most important factor is time. Time to invest to support the apprentice is huge. Um, it's not just, a you know, you are there as a management role, so you will need to support as a manager, but also as a mentor. Um, they would need to attend the progress reviews. So we have progress reviews on a 12 weekly cycle and they are an integral part of that process. Because without having them involved in those review discussions, there's, there's no progression and agreement within the, um, in, within the workplace to go and get the required experience obviously essential that they have um, as James has mentioned the APC experience because you know it is a challenge absolutely and by having that APC experience means that you're supporting in the right way to prepare that apprentice for that endpoint assessment you know it's a it's a huge huge part you know of the apprenticeship. Also, I think time really to commit to supporting the apprentice with the endpoint assessment. You know, there's a mock interview piece, which is essential in really, really preparing, you know, each apprentice. Um, But also investing in, you know, pathway options and opening out those opportunities um, to ensure that they get the full rounded approach and get the most out of their apprenticeship. And if possible, some businesses like to work together. So if there are those opportunities to, you know, to second or to uh, work with other businesses in the location, I feel that, you know, that also then gives the apprentice, you know, a different view of, of the experience within, within the, the business that they're working in. I definitely think, you know, employers engaged is essential.
0: Tell me a little bit about um, the last couple of years. We've obviously all had to um, contend with the ripple effects of the pandemic. But what what sort of effect has it had on apprentices and and employers over the last couple of years? Has it stretched resources or the ability to be able to spend time, do you think?
2: I think we've learned a lot over the last um, two years I think that sort of on the face of it as an online institution um, with our, you know, approach to how we, you know, the taught part, so the knowledge element of the apprenticeship, everyone may well have thought, you know, that, that UCM didn't need to consider the impacts of of, of the pandemic. Um, I think something that has really really challenged apprentices has been the ability to attend site. Um, a lot of them have been then um, forced to work from home, which when you're thinking around, you know, the experience piece of the apprenticeship, it's a challenge to get what you need to get to be supportive towards that endpoint assessment. Um, So the site experience and attendance, the ability to work closely with your line manager, your mentor, you know, in that open forum within an office space, I think has been a real challenge for apprentices. I think we've had to look at, you know, innovative approach really to how we deliver the knowledge element of the apprenticeship. So thinking around modifying the timings of our degrees, Thinking around transitioning our workshop deliveries, which formerly would have been face to face. So we had to change to deliver those online. And it's around, you know, what will that ensuring that they're still good, focused, approached workshops despite delivering online so you know we had to really consider that and we've also looked at exams so moving it so that there's no formal need to attend exams and we've you know we've brought that all into this the computer marked assessments and the assessment so we've really looked at the ways that we're assessing you know apprentices on the program and a real thing which you know is definitely something that we should never take you know not consider is the the mental health and well-being of apprentices we've really had to look at our mental health and well-being strategy and part of that has meant I've ensured the team that you know that work with me are mental health first aid trained and that is something that has definitely supported the apprenticeship outcomes team in supporting apprentices when they are going through the unknown really because you know we're all in the unknown and I, I, I can't overstate the importance of giving as much information as much advice and as much guidance to apprentices as things have changed so you know it has been it's been a huge challenge I think the last 18 months two
0: years. And from, James has outlined some of the benefits that he's derived from, from taking this route into the industry. But from your own observation, I mean, what do you perceive to be the biggest advantages of qualifying by an apprenticeship route um, versus perhaps some of the more traditional routes?
2: Well, I'm passionate about apprenticeships. I don't think you could be in this role if you weren't. Um, I have to say giving opportunities to all um all backgrounds is you know it's it's fantastic the opportunity to gain experience while you learn and also earn while you learn I know that phrase you know comes up a lot but you know that's you're leaving with an apprenticeship with industry specific experience and a degree and without the, the, the debt that, the, that follows. And all being well and everything goes to plan, you, you will then hopefully filter into a role within the business that you've spent that time progressing with. So absolutely great opportunity for, for everyone to, to benefit from.
0: In terms of awareness, I mean, one of the things that's often mentioned is that there perhaps isn't enough education for people that school age about the career in real estate. Where would you suggest that people look if they've heard of the built environment and are potentially interested in apprenticeship, but aren't necessarily sure where to go? Where would you recommend that they start?
2: I'd recommend the um, government website, the Find um, Your Apprenticeship website is definitely the best place to start. We will work very closely with employers, um, as do our careers team at UCM, to ensure that any opportunities that are made available across the industry, um, if we're aware of them, we will ensure that they are promoted through that website and through our own um, websites, really opening out the variety of apprenticeships that, that we do at UCM. But yeah, that would be my first my first port
0: of call. Right. James, perhaps then a, a final word from you. What would you say to somebody today on National Apprenticeship Week if, if they're currently contemplating an apprenticeship in real estate? What would be your your closing thoughts for them?
1: Well, I I would say that they certainly should should consider it carefully. Um, they should visit the government apprenticeship website as Rebecca has recommended. I, I would even go as far as to recommend that they have a look at the UCEM website as well, because there's lots of useful information there. But I think if they are someone who is working already in in the in the sector, if they're someone who would like to get working in the sector very soon. If there's someone who doesn't much like the idea of being saddled with a lot of debt, as Rebecca has mentioned, and if they're someone who wants to benefit from a really uh, rich learning experience over the next three or four years, then they should go for it. Uh, it's not right for everyone, but it's right for a lot of people. And uh, certainly from my own personal experience, I, w- I would heartily recommend it.
2: Can I just add Sarah to that? Um, uh, As James has mentioned, if you're already with an employer, we have an excellent business development team at UCM who will reach out to a potential or prospective employer that's interested in bringing an apprentice to work with UCM. Um, You know, I would recommend that they reach out because they can give all the information that that needs with regards to funding um, and the right guidance to the programme.
0: James? And Becky, many thanks indeed for your time today. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. Thank you. That was Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. For more on developing a career in real estate, see the archive of the Bricks and Mortar series at podbean.com and the EGI archive at egi.co.uk.